Rock. 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 It's time. Rock. To jam, y'all. Rock. Freaks. Get up against the wall. Rock. And last rock. Hey. Hey. Rock. Well, all right. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is August 15th, 2022, Monday. Hope everyone's doing good. This is episode number 88. And we'll be covering a lot of ground here uh, before we get rocking with some music. I'm going to talk about the... Uh, well, sensational uh, stuff that's happening with Motley Crue. This uh, nude selfie that drummer Tommy Lee posted to his uh, social uh, pages, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, has just been causing an uproar. Uh, Lee decided, uh, for whatever reason, to totally expose his genitalia to the world. So the picture is, uh, I believe it's still up on Twitter. I'm not sure, but I posted it on my website. I actually got suspended for posting the new picture. On uh, Facebook suspended me for several days. Actually, I'm suspended a total of, I think it's six or seven days from posting in news groups. So I'm not allowed to post in news groups until, uh, until Wednesday because of it. Uh, but... I think it's a double standard, obviously. Did Tommy Lee, the guy who took the picture and is and is the, the nude person in the self, is is he getting any kind of suspension or any kind of punishment for, for doing that? Absolutely not. But me, the famous rock and roll journalist, I got suspended for posting his picture up. So unbelievable. Anyways, the big story, though, that's really starting to, uh, to to catch people's attention is a story that's been coming uh, uh, it's coming out kind of slowly. You haven't really seen it around a lot. Uh, the Metal Den is, is, is really the one that's been putting, uh, putting this out to the uh, masses, and it's going to start to see, I think, uh, a little bit more lift here in the next couple days. But it's a story uh, about a woman. She's on uh, Full In Bloom, I guess is the name. I'm not sure if it's a channel, uh, just a channel on YouTube, or there's a website associated with it. But she did an interview that's on YouTube. A woman named Susie Hop, or Hoppy, I'm not sure, H O P P E. And she's a former porn model who had uh, was a groupie of Motley Cruz that had apparently had very, very briefly or whatnot dated Tommy Lee back in around 82, 1982. The story that this woman tells is very disturbing, and this is what's uh, really catching everybody's attention. Uh, she has uh, gone on to recall during this interview the drugging of her girlfriend while hanging out with Tommy Lee. Just absolute bombshell. What she's talking about is apparently uh, an incident where she and her girlfriend, a girlfriend that she had known 
uh, from Camarillo in, in California, went to visit Tommy Lee and hang out. And I guess she had dated also Blackley Lawless and Chris Holmes, this this uh, Susie chick who was, I guess, pictured uh, in a Wee magazine, which is a, a porn magazine with Motley Crue at one point back in the 80s. Uh, but she goes on to explain the incident between her uh, girlfriend and Tommy Lee that night when they were hanging out was, was so uh, dramatic and uh, just really got out of control that her girlfriend fled the location she was hanging out with in literal fear for her life. And she ultimately never spoke to the woman Susie ever again. Now, the woman Susie says that, uh, quote, there was one night that me and a girlfriend of mine from Camarillo were going to go out with Tommy Lee and a friend of his. He was probably like a bodyguard friend. I think we went to the Troubadour and then we went to somebody's house. I don't know what happened, but something crazy happened. And my girlfriend started acting kind of weird. Tommy was upset. Tommy ended up punching a brick wall. It was really crazy. My girlfriend took off and we couldn't find her. This ended my relationship with her. I don't know what happened. I think she may have been drugged or something. Something bad definitely happened to her. So anybody who's been following uh, all this crazy stuff with Tommy Lee and exposing himself and out the concerts, you know, telling the women to flash their boobs and this, uh, the people that I'm talking to about this story, this is, this is not, not surprising. I mean, Tommy, Tommy and Motley Crue, as you can remember, the limo driver, Al Bowman, talking about specifically about being told by the band to go hunt and ser search for virgin groupies that they could have wild, uh, black magic sex with you know they were really into the dark arts and devil worshiping and hanging out with anton levey and so they were up to all sorts of crazy stuff so this is the people i'm talking to it's not shocking uh tommy lee may never have to answer for this we we don't know this woman who's uh who, who went through this ordeal is apparently not you know she's she's trying not to have any contact with with this woman who was her friend and because of this situation with with tommy lee and so we don't know what's going to happen this one of those things like how with bill cosby there's will there be more women that come out and start talking about being uh you know sexually uh, molested or attacked at some point an attempted rape or what have you by Tommy Lee. We'll see what happens. Uh, if there's other women out there, I'm sure that maybe this this story will get them to have some courage and come out and say what the, maybe they went through. Uh, so we'll see what, what happens. Is Tommy Lee a serial rapist? You know, looking more closely at this woman uh, and her drugging story, as I said, the bodyguard that was with them that she speaks of would have had to have been the limo driver, Al Bowman who was really specifically working for the band at that time, driving all the members around. And really a lot of times he was he was with Tommy, from what I understand. So that makes all the sense in the world. But we'll see what happens. You know, there was another Motley Crue uh, rape story that had, uh, had gotten dismissed uh, concerning, and this appeared on Eddie Trunk's site, but it was uh, concerning an incident 
um, that happened around the Dirt movie release, in which fans learned about a claim that Nikki Six had brought forth with the glam metal band's memoir, The Dirt, and more specifically Six's tale of uh, pretty much raping a woman with the help of his friend Tommy Lee. A situation where I don't know if they were in the closet or something, and the woman was had been having sex with uh, Six, and then Tommy Lee came up behind, and, and without her knowing that she was with a different partner, Tommy Lee had sex with her, if I understand that story right. Well, Six went on to retract his statements and the Dirt Memoir rape story altogether. But hey, if you listen to this, this Susie Hopps' uh, chilling words about her girlfriend running away from Tommy Lee, uh, it's very concerning to say the least. So I'll keep you uh, updated on more information as, as we learn more about that story. And some of the other news that you'll find at the MetalDen.com site. Uh, of course, uh, you can find other reports as well at RandyRocketCody.com. Uh, but you'll, you'll find uh, some of the other stories that you'll find at the MetalDen.com right now. Megadeth has debuted Soldier On single. Uh, you've got my Into the Darkness interview with Randy Rocket Cody by uh, Nora Finch from the Rock Your Life with Nora Finch podcast. That's part one that's available. Uh, you can check that out. I'll have part two that will be coming soon. I'm going to be doing the second part of that interview. Uh, it was nearly it was an hour and a half, I believe, 95 minutes, the first one. So uh, it's a lot of stuff. We're covering a lot of ground, talking about my background, how I got into heavy metal music, how I got into starting the heavy metal, uh, in, in the heavy metal business of, of promoting heavy metal music and, and being a rock journalist and then how I got into subsequently uh, in cult, occult investigations related to rock star murders with Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington. So, you know, with this latest death of uh, actress Anne Heche, this is uh, now brought up the whole subject of... Uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking, again, because apparently she was going to appear in a movie. There's talk uh, that was specifically going to expose this subject, much like how Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington were exposing all of that as it relates to the uh, the elites and uh, the whole Jeffrey Epstein saga, Ghislaine Maxwell, all those people involved with Frazzle Drip and that that was stuff that got connected to Chris Cornell and is what many believe has led to his uh, murder that was made to look like a suicide. Same with uh, Chester Bennington. So this stuff is uh, more people starting to ask questions about now. But Heche was going to appear in a movie, uh, apparently, that was going to expose more of this. And now there's those that are saying that how could she have had brain damage and she get up on that, that gurney like she did when you see the footage of her, of her at the crash. So many questions are being asked and I'm sure more is going to come out about that. But you can uh, check out the hashtags truth for Chris, truth for Chester and hashtag Pizzagate is real on Twitter to learn more about uh, my reporting. All right. Well, <clears throat> before we get rocking with some music, just want to send out thanks to everyone who's been supporting my work and you know, sp spreading uh, my news reports out there, whether it's on Twitter or Facebook. I really do appreciate it. I know there's a whole lot of other people out there reporting news and whether it be in the mainstream or independent like me. And so you, you know, showing, 
showing me all that love and, and, and helping my uh, work get spread all around the world. I really do appreciate it, okay? All right, let's get rocking with some music.
my big cosmic ears, thousands of years. Ding dong. Now I am. Ding dong. Hello. <laughs> oh, I love your coat. That's very pretty. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is like a warm kitty. It's sadly like my kitty that long died. Can I just rub my face on it just a little? Oh, thank you. Oh, it's hard to leave love. But everything good passes. Thank you for allowing me to touch your coat. Shh. Oh, just you. We're gonna have a special gathering. Oh, and we have video. There's a lion. Welcome. Welcome, friendly people, to Comet Pizza and Ping Pong. It's a wonderful day. Defense against this. Well, what's what's going to happen to all of us? And so, you know, I don't know. I'm 52. I don't know how much longer I'll be around. My dad died at 64. Um, so I don't know how how long I'll have to be around to see all this. But I'm telling you right now, where this is going, and it's just the same thing as the Titanic, which is another investigation I worked on, and uh, found out that they actually had explosives on the ship, and the ship was on fire coming out of the port when they first was, were sailing it. And that's what sank it. So they, it was all done to stop the federal, you know, to stop the federal reserve. Uh, people from wanted to stop the federal reserve. The richest man in the world was on the ship. Uh, I've also investigated that a, a man um, was, was on it. That was actually, believe it or not at that time, exposing pedophilia in England as, as a newspaper guy. And so he was one of the guys on the ship. So, it's just you have to realize that this stuff goes way back, and it's been these cover-ups and all the stuff that you see generally in, in Hollywood is complete BS. It's it's some a story that's been redone to they'll put elements in it that are true to put it out there, like how in From Hell they had a very heavy Freemason uh, was they were in it, you know, they they had that in there, and that's kind of to taunt you.
Well, I, I, you know, my, basically, my, my brother lost his, his job. And so I, you know, I, I took him in, I lived hey, with my girlfriend. Let's be compassionate. I take my brother. Or take, sure we want to humiliate him. I take my brother in. Yeah, he took your brother in. He, I'm working. And you're I, working. He lost his job. I come home from work. I'm taking care of him. You're being a good brother. You're being Basically, a biblical brother. Am I my brother's I, keeper? You're saying yes. I did everything. Yes, I, I was paying his keeper. way. He lost his house. I took him into mine. You did him a I favor. I come home from work and, and, you know, he's with my girl on the kitchen table. I'm, the kitchen table where you have to eat your breakfast? Yeah. Where you break, where you break bread at the end of a hard day. What it was. <laughs> you, have to, you have to sit there and smell the odor of love, the odor of forbidden love, the yeah. stench, the stench, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, of forbidden love. He has to smell it. He can't even enjoy his meal. <laughs> he can't even enjoy his meal. He's like, well, I, I'd like to enjoy. <laughs> I just wanted dinner. <laughs> I like to enjoy this Salisbury steak and corn, but I can't help it. But still smell the forbidden stench! A forbidden love! Oh, bleh, bleh. Kevin, you're our winner! Kevin, our winner! Oh. oh, bring the phone! Bring the phone! Bring the phone, girls! Oh! We have operators standing by! These are the operators we have standing by. It just makes you want to reach out and touch them on. Ladies and gentlemen, this woman in the purple polka dot dress is none other than Sally Marr, Lenny Bruce's mother. Please make her feel welcome. She's my dearest friend. I love you, Sally! Darling! Cutie. Boy, I got so many good friends here tonight. And you know another thing? Oh, this mic. I gotta get some black tape or a grip or something on this. All right, is the phone ringing? Hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, is um, Kate there? Kate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang on a second. Hello. Watch me work, Kevin. Watch me work. Hello. Hi, Kate. Yeah. Kate. It's so good to talk to you. Who is it? This is Sam Kinison. I'm down at the Wildren Theater. Who? Yes. You are the winner of a very special prize. And what's that? Well, is, we have a guy here. Do you, do you remember Kevin? Uh, yeah. Do you remember Kevin? Yeah. Did you used to go out with him? Uh, a long time ago. Well, that's what he was telling us. And we were looking for a girl who was a fucking cop that fucked her boyfriend's brother! And you won! You fucking bitch! How do you live with yourself? You piece of shit! Yeah, you're a fucking bitch! You want to call him that and yell Yeah, you fucking cunt! You fucking bitch! I hope you're right in hell! I hope you're right in fucking hell forever! Hang it up! Call it
Okay, fire it up. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to night racing at the Fenway Drive Strip. We've got fuel drive through sensational funny cars, wild wheel standards, and inspired reading jet cars. Hang on to your hats, because we're just about ready to get all fired up. told there was nothing left no reason no uh, conscience no understanding and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death of, of good or evil right or wrong i met this six-year-old child with this blank pale emotionless face and the blackest eyes the devil's eyes I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. What do we do? 
He's been here once tonight. I think he'll come back. 